0: Welcome to Running Wit from Fat to Finish Line. From Fat to Finish Line is a tribe of runners of all shapes and sizes
1: who support each other in reaching their fitness, running, and weight loss goals. Here are your hosts.
0: Hi, I'm Coach Rick Akey. And I'm Jen Rowe.
1: Each week we're going to bring you stories from the pavement.
0: Or the treadmill.
1: About running for all shapes and sizes.
0: And whether it's us sharing our personal victories and stumbles. Or just chatting with some of our favorite running friends. We're here to let you know the struggle is real and you're not alone.
1: So stick around. You might just learn something. Hello and welcome back at long last to the Running With From Fat to Finish Line podcast. It's been about a year, Jen. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. How are you, Rick?
1: I'm doing good. I feel like we have a lot to catch up on.
0: We do, and I'm glad to be back. So you're Rick Akey, and I'm Jen Rowe, and we are From Fat to Finish Line.
1: That's what I remember. Yes. Yes. Okay, so at least that part hasn't changed. Okay, terrific. So, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've talked. A lot has changed. We have a new technology platform we're trying out that should allow us to be putting out podcasts a little more easily, and uh, I think the last time we talked people were still able to move around freely and just go places and be in bars and stuff. And like, that's all changed.
0: A hundred percent. We are a whole different country right now, aren't we?
1: Uh, The whole world. Yeah. So I think maybe it would be a good idea to spend some time talking about, um, what the COVID-19 situation has meant to our fitness routines. And, uh, I imagine some of our listeners may be struggling with some of the same stuff we've been struggling with.
0: Yep. I think that, first of all, um, it's been a really weird time, hasn't it? I mean, Uh we're used to being able to say no to things and say yes to things. And now it's like just we have no choice, right? We're just kind of confined. And I think what that's meant for a lot of us is, Um, an entire change in our routines on my gym's clothes still to this day. Um, Mm -hmm. mine too. I had a couple races that I was training for, which were going to be comeback races, and I had Uh goals and dreams and all these things. (laughs) And I mean, for specific, specifically for me, I was training for the New Jersey half marathon, and Mm -hmm. um. It was my big comeback because it was the first half marathon I'd ever run. And Mm -hmm. I was really excited to start running again. And one of the From Fat to Finish Line members, Cynthia, was going to come and fly to New Jersey and run it with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's
1: right. And Mm -hmm. that was
0: really motivating for me because I hadn't run a half marathon and strongly for for a while now. And I was really excited to do that. And I was starting to gear up and I was all the way up to six miles. And it was a Mm -hmm. great accomplishment for me and then all of a sudden yep. everything shut down and there was a part of me that felt this weirdly um um relief i it hate to say it it was a relief and having your race
1: canceled you uh, felt yes relief? in
0: a really weird way because it was like it was i hate to say that but my default mechanism is being comfortable so i think wow. that something on a very subconscious level said oh the pressure's off nobody's coming you don't have a race to train for and unfortunately because i'm not a natural born athlete that just pushes myself for no good reason i was like oh I don't have to run seven miles next week. Now I could just run a mile or two or whatever. And that's been really not great for me in a way as a runner because it's set mm. me back. And I adma- I do imagine that I'm not alone in that. I mean, what do you no. think as, as a running coach, what's your opinion on that?
1: Well, I have to say I'm, I'm sort of in a similar position. You know, I've, I've been uh, – this last year since uh, we were on the air, I have struggled with a couple of injuries and put myself uh, on course for a half marathon this, uh, this June and it got pushed and then it got canceled. And uh, like you, I found it very tempting and kind of easy to sort of slide back into that comfort zone, which is the place where the magic does not happen. Correct. Um, you know, Ugh. that's kind of where the, the place where cookie dough and Netflix binging happens.
0: Yes. So,
1: yeah. Uh, records are not broken. Sweat is not broken. Nothing happens there. Nothing good happens. So, with you know, um, something I talk about with my uh, running coaching clients is the critical importance of having a goal. If you don't have a destination that you're headed toward, there's really a lot less incentive to do any sort of work to go there because there is no there.
0: And that's my biggest problem is that, you know, because I've never been a natural born runner or someone who naturally loves to exercise when I have a goal or a race in front of me, that is my incentive. And when it's been taken away, it's a big problem for me, you know, and I'm struggling with that.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. I, uh, me too. Um, You know, I'll tell you, something that I found helpful in continuing to move forward is um, having an accountability partner or or a running buddy. Ideally, both of those are the same person. Somebody that you're working on that goal with or somebody that you are accountable to so that uh, you have to report in or you have to show up. Um, It's really easy if it's just me and my schedule says I'll just take a, a week out of my schedule this, this last week. I'm going to run three days this week. I'm going to do a four, a four, and a seven. And um, it's raining today. Uh, yeah, and I, the gym's closed, so I guess I'm not running today. Uh, I didn't want to get wet. And it's raining again <laughs> tomorrow. You know, I just I'm going to sit that day out. Well, what can I do? It's the weather. Mm-hmm. It's, it becomes really easy to make excuses. But if 100%. you have... Oh, yeah. But if you have somebody that you can be accountable to, or somebody that you're doing this with, I think you're much more likely to follow through.
0: Um, I agree. I think that's where the tribe comes in. And I also Mm -hmm. think that this is where a lot of our thought work comes in, where we have to really work on our why, Um, Mm -hmm. and you've talked about this in the past and I've talked about this in the past. I think that at a time like this when there's not the race and not the medal that's dangling like a carrot in front of your face, you have to really connect back to that why. The reason why we're running for most of us isn't because of the... Frickin' metal or the race or whatever. It's really because of those reasons that brought us to fitness to begin with. It's the reasons like for you, like not wanting to be like your dad, that's like dealing with some of the health issues. Right. And for me, I wanted to be a better mother and I didn't want to have a hard time getting in and out of, you know, airplane seats in my car. And I didn't want to have diabetes. You know, we have to now this, this, pandemic has really forced us to reexamine our whys because it's not mm. about now right now getting to a finish line that's like in the physical sense our finish lines have to be so much more important in the bigger picture right. and it's harder to do that because for me it is it's like easy to be able to say like i'm running and i'm gonna see my friends and i'm gonna cross this physical finish line and there's this date and this medal and you know and we have to now dig a little deeper don't you think?
1: Absolutely. I think uh, if you don't have those particular carrots dangling uh, for you to chase, I think spending some time diagnosing your why is really critical. And it's a really easy exercise. Here's, here's, um, Here's what I normally ask my coaching clients to do. When they tell me they want to do something, and let's just take, for example, running that half marathon, I ask them, why? Why do you want to run a half marathon? And I might get an answer like, um, because I am interested in being healthier. Okay, great. And then I ask the question again why? Why do you want to be healthier? Uh, In the case of uh, one of my coaching clients, she says, because I want to be able to chase my grandkids around the backyard and keep up with them. And I said, perfect. Okay, there. That's actually why you're going to go run this half marathon. You're not necessarily, like, it's very nice to have the medal. It's very nice to go see your friends. Um, But the real reason you're doing this, the real reason you're getting up and training every day is to keep up with your grandkids. 100%.
0: But you know what's really interesting about that is that Mm -hmm. that was my health reasons was the reason they go off the couch. But what kept me getting off the couch was having a deadline and i think that what a lot of people are struggling with myself included is not the deadline anymore you know what i mean like i Mm -hmm. think that when it comes to things like knowing that there's this carrot dangling and i don't know how we get around that you know
1: yeah yeah i think um you're, you're right once once that motivation gets taken away it has to be replaced by something uh, if if the only reason you're doing this is for your medal collection, that's problematic. Now there's plenty of virtual races you can do right now. I'm sure you've seen ads for them. I, I've been tempted to sign up for a few, where they'll you, you send in your fee and there's a date and you will be shipped a t-shirt and a medal, and uh, you know that could still work for some people. Mm-hmm. And if it does work for you terrific. That's great. If you, if, you, if you still get the shirt, you still get the medal, you still do a properly socially distanced uh, 5k or whatever it is uh, and and prove it, uh, then great. If, if that works as sufficient motivation for you, I think that's terrific. Um, if you need a little more than that, if it turns out that really the reason that you were working on this was because it was a social occasion where you're going to see a lot of other runners or be with your friends or what have you. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out a way to replicate that. Let me suggest this. Could you uh, still get together with her virtually and you run your 13 and then she runs her 13 on the same day, just not in the same place? Could that be a motivator?
0: you know what, that would have been a genius suggestion. I wish we thought of that because (laughs) (laughs) now we're in June and the race was supposed to be the first week of April or the last week of April, actually the last week of April. Um, And I gave up on it, you know, two or three weeks into quarantine because, you know, I don't know. I think this might have been a, a common national feeling of depression and for sure um, yeah. feeling uncomfortable and unsure of stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think I love that shit become um, a good excuse for me, to be honest. But I think that's a f- Fantastic idea. And you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna reach out to Cynthia and say, let's set a date and let's virtually do this. Because I think that what you're suggesting is it's the accountability in doing it as a team, right? Mm -hmm. As a friend, Mm -hmm. as whether it's the FFTFL community or somebody else. I think that's an amazing idea. And I you know, I'm I'm sorry I didn't think of that because it would have been a very smart thing for Cynthia and I to have talked about and said, Let's do on this date anyway.
1: Well, believe it or not, in this in this environment, there's actually an advantage that you wouldn't have had in a live event, and that is you get to pick the date. That's uh, yes, true. Yes, the date for your race went by. So what? Set a new date.
0: That's a great idea. I love that idea because it's like really easy to make excuses. Like my yeah. brain is the brain that says, oh, listen, look at, I got a great excuse. There's a freaking plague happening. Why should <laughs> I run? You know what I mean? Yeah my my brain is trained unfortunately and i think a lot of our brains are trained i don't think i'm alone in this but you know again as not a natural born um athlete as a natural born i want to watch tv and order chinese food person yes you know
1: right there with your you sister I mean? yep
0: yeah my my brain wants to go to comfort and fun mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. comfort and fun does not actually include running no no
1: it's true you it's know true. unfortunately
0: you know what i mean and um But anyway, in any case, I do love your idea of saying, you know what, we're going to pick another day like this is like the plague is not an excuse to not give up on our bigger goals and dreams, you know, and I do have bigger goals and dreams. I mean, even though like I love Chinese food and relaxing, I also want to accomplish stuff still. I still Mm -hmm. want to run. I still want to be healthy. I still want to be able to feel at the end of the day like I've accomplished something to put my head on my pillow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though. I think my brain, and it's a reptilian brain, I think that a lot of us have that. We don't want to push ourselves out of our comfort zones because we're trained to not to do that. It's oh, biological. Yeah. It is, you know, it we're is. Not, we're, we're not you know faulty people you know it's it's no. the way we're trained to be is to be very comfortable no that's but absolutely I love true the idea i love the idea of like saying another date and doing it virtual with a friend because mm-hmm. then it feels like okay i'm still training towards something and we've made a decision to do that and we've made a commitment to yeah to do that to each other
1: so let me let me flesh out that suggestion even further get on the phone with your friend Uh, Have a really frank discussion about where your fitness level is, where her fitness level is right now. Figure out what sort of training plan you can commit to. Uh, You have access to a coach if you need some help building that plan out to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. And uh, the two of you commit to a plan. uh, And so you're checking in with each other multiple times per week to make sure that individual training runs happen Uh, And celebrate those little victories along the way. You got a three-miler in today? Awesome. Call your friend up and virtually high-five and talk about that. And by the time you get to race day, uh, you will be so intertwined that it will be um, a no-brainer that you will absolutely show up, uh, socially distanced, of course, and get your (laughs) event done on the day that you selected.
0: I love this because I will tell you that Cynthia is great she's the girl who will still check in on me Mm -hmm. you know like what are you doing how are you doing how are you feeling are you running but because there was no date on the calendar I was like "Eh, you know I really am not running or maybe I walked or maybe I ran a mile but I'm not pushing myself because there's no race I'm not increasing my miles in fact since the plague happened I just yeah, Why well, run six miles, I can run a mile, you know, yep, or yep. while, or I could do Zumba in my living room. And it's not for lack of wanting to still be fit, but I don't feel the urgency of training. So that's why I a, love your idea of us just setting a date for ourselves to run virtually 13.1. But also like where we're going to be checking in on our, each other now that we've set uh set you know, a date and a schedule. I Mm -hmm. think that that's Mm -hmm. a really great idea, actually. Thank you for that.
1: Sure, sure, sure. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm actually doing something very similar to that with my local running buddy here uh, in Milwaukee. That half marathon that was supposed to happen later in June, we just continued making progress toward it, checking in via text message. Then the race got pulled out from under us, and um, we decided we would commit to still doing it just separately. And um, we've been training, uh, following a plan that we put together with a date in mind. That's just, it's no longer the date the event was going to be because, uh, if this makes you feel any better, when the lockdown first happened, I also decided I would just, you know what? I bet I could get through 12 episodes of Cheers today on Netflix if I really, (laughs) really apply myself instead of <laughs> instead of getting outside. And so I was able to make some excuses early on. Um, and to be fair, to be fair, uh, in the early days of this thing, nobody really knew. Is it safe to be outdoors at all? We were being told right. it's, it's not. And there was no option right. to go to the club. There was no, uh, it was recommended that if you don't have to be outside, don't be outside. So there was certainly some forces working against us that were above and beyond our natural tendencies to just fall True. into the couch and and get takeout. So I think here's another thing I want to suggest: cut yourself just a little bit of slack on this one. We are in uncharted territory.
0: Um, really weird times. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, I mean, really, 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 really weird times. Yeah. Never in the history that I can remember where. Schools have been closed and businesses have been closed that we just, you know, months on end where right. we're just not interacting. I was in the, in the supermarket today with the mask on and looking mm-hmm. around and everybody with their mask on. It's weird. We're in it a really weird. weird period of time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'm saying, uh, and to everybody listening, um, if you haven't followed your training plan to a T, keep in mind that your uh, you need to give yourself a little bit of grace on this one because we are in this really unusual time that uh, for just about everybody in the sound of my voice has never lived through a period like this at the same time I want to say all right you've had your time there are ways to continue making progress on your goal um, I've Correct. heard it su- I've heard it suggested John that uh, people will emerge from quarantine as either a hunk a chunk or a drunk. <laughs> so. Well,
0: I might be all three. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like there's parts where I'm really like fucking killing it. There mm-hmm, are parts mm-hmm. where I'm fucking not killing it. Yeah. You know? So I think that's okay to be a little bit of all three. Oh, for I sure. I mean I'm definitely not gonna be a hunk. Yeah. Um, but I've never been a hunk, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just don't want to be too chunky and or, I just want... <laughs> Or too drunky. Yeah. Or too drunky. I understand. I mean it's it's possible. Oh, I spent you know. all of March
1: and probably the first half of April working really hard on Chunky Drunk. And yes. uh, that was just not, you know, a good long-term play. No, so, no, no. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Maybe we should talk a little bit about um, what does uh, running or exercising look like in this weird time that we find ourselves in. So you mentioned your gym's not open. I've learned that my gym won't be open again until at least September. So that's not an option for me. Uh, so what do you do? Like, how do you move forward? Well, well, go ahead.
0: I mean, for me, I'll tell you that I've been doing really, first of all, I've given myself a little bit of slack. And, you know, I, I love this idea of training again and putting... Um, uh, an alternative date on the schedule, of my friend Cynthia, and I'm gonna do that because great, I've taken a little bit of a, a setback and not a setback. I want to say a little bit of a break in training, super hard with running, so I'm not doing like the super mileage. But what I've been doing is just like trying to say to myself, like let's just keep ourselves healthy, shall mm-hmm, we? Mm-hmm, so meantime. I've been walking. Yes, and I've been walking a lot and I've been walking. And what's nice about walking? The nice thing about taking a break from really training, training and have a race on the schedule is like I I love walking. I love walking yeah, yeah. and listening to podcasts or music and just kind of like taking in things and when I'm training, I don't get to do that so much like mm-hmm. because I'm focused on running, you know, I'm focused on training. Oh, so yeah. The nice thing about the plague is that I've taken a little bit of a break and a little bit of a step back and I'm I've been enjoying my longer walks and you know, um, yeah. taking in things a little bit more and not feeling so like oh, I got I have a race, I have a race, I have a race, that urgency. You know, that's so okay that's too. The,
1: I, I would point that's this okay. out. Yeah, that is okay. I would I would point this out.
0: And I'm happy with that actually.
1: N- you don't need to go guns blazing all the time. It's perfectly okay to make a decision. To make a conscious decision to have an easy month or and a hard month or an easy season and a yes. hard season, that is totally okay. It just it yes. sh- should be a conscious choice. Don't don't do it by default. Do it by right. design. Right,
0: and I've 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 liked walking a little bit in the gray area because for me I've always been such a black and white thinker that mm-hmm. I'm either doing nothing or I'm doing it all. Oh yeah, right. I'm yeah. either training for a marathon or I'm laying on my ass right and there's nothing so it's been
1: right yeah right
0: yep. and it's been kind of nice figuring out the gray area where i'm like okay you know what i'm not training right now for anything but i'm going to take a an hour walk and enjoy it mm-hmm. or you know i pulled out my old like 1990s step and i'm doing like uh like i found on youtube my old step aerobics routine i did with the share, with share, like in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, awesome. No joke, no joke. Like, go on YouTube and 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 Google share step aerobics. You'll find oh, her. That's got to be worth routine. it,
1: just for like the hairstyles and the outfits.
0: Hair. She she literally does her step aerobics in lingerie. It's worth it. Fantastic. It's um, amazing, but but I loved that routine in the nineties. I remember mm-hmm. being like twenty one years old and doing that routine and i have my old step and i have it out and i'm doing it and it's fun i'm having fun well that's great so i think i, I would yes. make this point and I think then. that's important too
1: i would make this point then uh what you've done is you've found a way to go forward like an obstacle came up in your path and you could have chosen to throw up your hands fall on the couch order chinese and do nothing indefinitely and instead you decided to go around the obstacle and find another way to continue moving forward. So I heard uh, taking long long walks. I heard doing step aerobics. Uh, Of course, there's plenty of other exercise that you can do, even if you're committed to staying indoors until this is all over with. uh, You have access to infinite workouts on uh, platforms like YouTube. Uh, you can, you know, you can, uh, you can get yourself a piece of exercise equipment at your house—a treadmill, an exercise bike. My wife loves her exercise bike, uh, a rowing machine. Like any of those things are things you could do uh, to continue moving forward. So, and even taking walks is wonderful. You get out, you get some fresh air. I'll tell you what—during the early days of the lockdown, that's all my wife and I were doing. We would take about an hour walk every day, and we would talk about our day and we would look around the neighborhood we were in and just see what was going on in the world. And it's a very different way to approach um, fitness, uh, but it's still valid. You're getting out, you're getting your steps in, if nothing else. So uh, if if your plan to run a race or whatever it might be gets short-circuited, you can throw in the towel and do nothing or you can come up with a plan B, do something different.
0: And I agree 100% because what I've learned during this is you cannot control what's happening. You can mm-hmm. only control your reaction, right? Yes. And the thing is, is we always have control of how we react, right? Whether or not we say, fuck this shit, and we're going to like just order Chinese food and... and, and curl up in the fetal position and give up or we're going to still eat pretty good ish as much as we can with what we have available to us and do a little step aerobics in our living room like we still do have control Mm -hmm. you know as much as it might feel like we don't we do we have control and it's hard to do sometimes and i don't blame anybody for not being like oh woohoo! i'm gonna do step aerobics and eat kale Well, I don't blame you if you don't want to do that shit. I understand. This is a really fucked up time. It is. But, but, you know what I mean? Like at some point we have to stop like being so like scared and upset and, 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 and worried about our outside, you know what I mean? Where we look towards our tribe, like the from fat to finish line tribe or towards your friends and Mm -hmm. say, what the hell can we do? That's not going to totally undo us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I
1: really like that. And two points I want to make on what you just said. First off, um, it's okay to have every day be a little bit different. If six days a week you want to do a walk or step aerobics or something, and on that seventh day you want to order a pizza and watch a whole lot of Netflix, that's okay. I think you need to honor the place you're in. And some days... The news is too much or work was hard or family situation took a lot of my energy. And it's okay to not be perfect about this. We're working in an especially imperfect time right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, have a plan, but also be ready to pivot on that plan if life throws you a curveball. And I honestly can't remember being thrown a bigger curveball than this one.
0: Agree. Agree. 100%. percent
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think the other thing would be relying on other people, Um, even if it's just for your mental health. Check in with a friend. Check in with a family member. Talk about how you're feeling. Listen to how other people are feeling. Just get that stuff out of you. If it's if it's festering, it's not doing you any good. Um, Nope. And uh, you might think about exercise as a way of dealing with this whole covid situation like i went for a run this morning outdoors and i tell you i've been following the news and case counts and uh politics and all of that really closely and after a while i just i can't do it anymore and for an hour today uh i didn't think about it at all because i was out on a run and taking in a little fresh air listening to some music and i was completely unplugged and escaped from what was going on in the world and it was great
0: and Rick, I think it's super important. Like, I would urge everybody to take at least an hour a day, if not more. To unplug because our media is crazy Mm -hmm. and listening to everything will just get you upset and depressed and there's not much we can do about it. I mean, listen, I'm all about knowledge is power and Mm -hmm. doing stuff when you can do stuff. But if it's just if you're just listening to stuff and you can't change it, at some point you have to unplug, like Rick said, for an hour or two and just be you. Be connected to your friends, your family, your music, whatever it is that's important to you. But unplug from all the crap that's going on around or else it's going to just like ugh, like block you and block you and block you. And it's mm-hmm. not doing Drag you any favors. You, mm-hmm. Right. Again, you cannot change what's happening in the world, but you can change how you react. And part of that is, I think, unplugging, like Rick said, for a little bit. Because you being plugged in 24-7 doesn't change anything. It doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter that you know that Montana has this many cases or whatever's happening in the world. And I think, you know, I'm not saying to be ignorant to what's happening, but I also am saying be aware that knowing too much sometimes doesn't help you either. Sometimes you just need to unplug and be you for a minute.
1: That's perfect. That's great. All right, so I think we've got ourselves a couple of good strategies for moving forward. And I want to bring this in for the close now. Uh, so three things. Um, reboot on your own time. If you're if you're committing to doing a race, your race got canceled, come up with a new way of getting that done. Uh, yes. Secondly, uh, take some time for yourself. Uh, if that comes in the form of exercise, so much the better. But unplug for a little while and decompress, find a way to take care of yourself. And thirdly, find a way to continue moving forward. If plan A gets blocked, come up with a plan B based specifically on your why. So three pieces of homework there. Connect to somebody. I love it, Rick. Connect to somebody, take care of yourself, and connect with your why. If you do those three things, I think we're gonna come out the other side of this thing as hunks instead of drunks or chunks. That's my plan.
0: Thank you, Rick. I'm taking that advice.
1: Okay. Well, with that, let's wrap it up. So, thanks again for listening. We are, we're back, baby, from fat to finish line, and the podcast running with from fat to finish line is back. But we're going to close it up here today. I'm Coach Rick,
0: and I'm Jen Rowe,
1: and we'll talk to you again soon. In the meantime, run strong, everybody. Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs>
0: we hope you enjoyed this episode of running Wit from fat to finish line if you haven't seen the documentary watch it now on itunes amazon prime or your favorite streaming service join our tribe at facebook.com forward slash fat to finish and if you're interested in starting your own running journey download our free run your first mile program at www.fattofinish.com forward slash train